There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. It's the After the Show podcast, precious show. We don't care, we're about to swear on the air. It's the After the Show, so tune in if you dare. KVJ, get your skate every single day. It's uncensored. We can say what we want to say. Yeah, all right. Welcome to the KVJ After the Show podcast. We uh, stayed on a little bit uh, late on the regular show, announcing uh, the Sunfest artists for this year, and I was expecting it to be radically different, because they talked about how I think they're going to spend, or their plan was to spend a million dollars less on talent. I was expecting, personally, to see that reflected in the lineup, but I got to tell you, honestly, for... What I saw them have, if you wouldn't have told me that uh, they were spending a million less on talent, I wouldn't have thought it. I, To me, personally, I'm pleased. Maybe they, they just signed L. King and got a great deal. Yeah, I'm wondering, yeah. L. King had to cut her rates because, you know, she's, but I think it's she's almost huge. smart. Well, she's, she's at that, there's some artists that, and I don't see how much we pay for them, but I talk to people, you know, as we put together, like, uh, you know, for instance, we're putting together a, a country show and kind of get a bit of an idea sometimes. So I talk to them about how much they pay for some of these artists. And there's a secret to picking the artist at the right time. Kind of picking them on the way up because is they're established. Because I was talking to uh, Bruce, who's putting together our rib roundup, and they got Lainey Wilson. I know you guys don't know country, but she is an A-lister. She was supposed to be there last year, and I think had laryngitis, couldn't do it. So she said, I'll be back in a year. But in the last year, she was Entertainer of the Year for the wow. Country Music Awards. So her laryngitis certainly was a kiss for the rib roundup. It was big for them. Yeah. So, you know, she's going to be the headliner. So that's a massive deal to have somebody of her stature. Very cool. Any yeah. rumor or any truth to the rumor that they signed Gibby Darlington <laughs> for the rib roundup? That'd be amazing. That'd be amazing. <laughs> they do have a side stage, so we could probably make that work out. If that guy needs a stage, we need to find him a stage. If yeah. you don't know who Gibby Darlington is, those who know, know. Yeah. If you know, you know. <laughs> what is it? I Y K Y. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, I don't either because I lost track of the letters. Yeah, it didn't go well. So they were just, you know, Bruce was just saying that uh, they have, um, you know, uh, Elaney Wilson, huge name. And then they get kind of, I won't say because I'm not sure, you know, what all they've announced, but they, they have another one that's kind of more of a staple. But the second most expensive artist they had is somebody that hasn't had a hit really in like 15, 20 years. But he's such a name that people buy tickets because of that. And I was like, that's kind of interesting that some of those artists. So you may have had those hits. And I, and I want you look at a Nelly and you go back 20 years when you hear the montage of the Nelly songs. Like, damn, he had like five, six pretty big songs. I know I, you said you, you can't say the country guy that we might know. But if we guess it, will you tell us? No, because honestly, off the top of my head, I don't remember. Oh, 
So, but you know, it it, it might be. But even even yeah. bands like your Bare Naked Ladies, they. they they every time I've seen them play, they always play in front of a nice audience. People go out and see these bands that they did love at one time. Mm-hmm. If they got enough fan base, wouldn't you say? Absolutely, I think people will definitely come out for most of these acts in big numbers. If they really, if they saved a million, good for them because it still looks very tight. It, the, it looks good. The mm-hmm. one I'm wondering how it's going to do is that one I was telling you about in Port St. Lucie where it's got those early 2000, it's got B.B. Mac playing, it's got, I think, one of the Backstreet Boys dudes playing as a solo, yeah. and it's got four or five other of those those type of bands. Does that crush it? Do a lot of people go to that thing? They seem to do well. In fact, you know, the one thing that I, I see as a trend in music is they talk about how well... Classic hits, country, um, even classic country, classic rock, all that stuff. It, it seems like since the pandemic, in a weird way, people have liked uh, more nostalgic music. Because they realize, holy shit, they actually don't repeat the chorus every every five seconds. <laughs> and there's more than three words in the fucking chorus. Yeah, <laughs> for, for whatever reason. I think there's just so many platforms, too. It's, it's hard for people to know well a lot of the newer music. And... I think to their credit, you know, some of those newer artists, too, they get two or three hits and they're, you know, real hot at the moment. Then they want too much money. Well, Lionel Richie did kind of have a point. And if, if you think Lionel Richie was just being old and bitter, fuck you. That is a musical genius. He might be onto something. A lot of shit sounds the same, man. A yeah. lot of it does. Right. And I, that 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 becomes a trend. Yeah. Maybe that's a part of it as, as well. So, yeah, it's, you know, I guess kind of a, a an art form. So I, I think Sunfest did a really good job with uh, who they have coming out this year. And I was like, that's pretty cool that on Friday you got uh, Nelly, Shaggy. Shaggy had a bunch of hits, too. Billy Idol and The Fix, if you remember the 80s. Saturday, Cole Swindell and L King. Back to that. That's pretty good one-two country banger. So that's your country night. If uh, you want to go. And then the Revivalist, pretty decent alternative group. Dylan Scott also going to be there. I think he does country. Uh, then on Sunday, you got Revolution. And you always got to book a weed band. I think that's a Sunfest thing. If I say if you have one rule, you always have to book a weed band. I agree. And they're one of the bigger ones. So that was smart. Mod- Modest Yahoo also works for that as well. And then you got Third Eye Blind, solid 90s group. And then you got a couple local artists, Dashboard Confessional and Cassidy Pope. So... Yeah, I think it's, you know, hey, if they chopped a million dollars out of their budget for what they're going to pay for artists, I think they did a pretty solid job. So I'm definitely a, a Saturday night guy. So those uh, tickets on sale, I think right away. So you can go and uh, buy those. Uh, got an email here from Lori, maybe uh, Suits or Denny, somebody can explain. I guess we had some problems with the YouTube show today and... She said, you are strictly on YouTube now, and we can't hear any songs because of copyright. Well, I mean, uh, make up, make, make up your, our mind. Do you hate the music or do you like it? Make up our mind. <laughs> um, and then she said, what happened to live stream? Oh, that's right. It's about the dollar. Thanks not. Oh, well, she already knows how everything works here, so I don't see what I have to tell her. <laughs> that suits being a dick. Love it. 
Is Dickie Rance Jr. in the room? He is, yeah. It's just fucking annoying sometimes, Virginia. <laughs> okay, so explain to me what's going on. So I guess the comment's strictly on YouTube. So we stopped doing live stream. Can, so, can we explain what, what that was about? Live stream is gone. That has been bought by a different company and changed into Vimeo. So what happened was we're building, as you guys know, the new studio, and we're yeah. getting all new equipment for that, which should be hopefully coming in a couple of months. With that new equipment, we were going to be switching platforms. The problem was the live stream expired in January, and the new platform that they were going to would not allow us to just have it for a couple of months. They wanted to bill us an exorbitant amount for the entire year, and we wouldn't need it for the entire year. Mm-hmm. So we could still stream to YouTube, and live stream has a very low portion of our audience. Almost everybody listens and watches the show on YouTube. So we use the program that we've been streaming from home, StreamYard, to just continue KVJ TV going straight to YouTube, which is what we did today. Now, I don't know what necessarily the change was, but it started blocking us for songs this morning, and they were songs that we weren't blocked for yesterday. Hmm. So. And when that happens on YouTube, it cuts out the feed itself, but it's, it's an algorithm. So it takes two minutes into a song to recognize it. It then cuts the feed, and then it doesn't come back on for a little bit because YouTube takes a second to react to that, so you miss the parts of the next bit. Uh. I guess my question to you, Jeremy, is you would take that shit from that emailer? (laughs) Fuck that. No. There you go. But basically, I started muting the songs today so that you don't miss out on content from the show. Okay. Which I didn't think would be a big deal because everybody just complains as much as they hate the songs, but apparently it's the end of the fucking world. He's, he's, <laughs> he's, he's, he's in a mood. Yeah. I, I've been don't answering this question a million times him. today. He's in a mood. Okay. He's keeping it real. I'm keeping it real. Yeah. He, look, he, he read too many of the comments. And... You can't read all the comments. See, you can't. this well, is why I barely read the comments, because then they're in your head. I, I have to read the comments, you gotta read some I'm, I'm the fucking yeah. referee. You can't read them all, though. <laughs> there is a fine line where you got to throw the towel in. The bottom line is the old software we used is no longer available, and the one that we started with this morning as a stopgap to get us to the much better software seemed to have an issue with the music. So we muted it, which is something, by the way, every other show that does streaming on the internet, they all mute their songs. You okay. can't play songs on the internet. It's not right. a. It's a just a thing. It's a thing because of the copyright of the music. Yes, our licenses don't cover digital, and I know a lot of people were arguing that with me. But <laughs> okay, so <laughs> is that in contention right now for dickiest email of the week? No, no, okay. no. Because I think we should. I no, mean, we get way dickier. It's not yeah. the dickiest. They're just catching me on a bad day. <laughs> we had way dickier yesterday or today. Yeah. Sometimes they're so bad, Kevin won't even read them. Like, there's somebody yeah. somewhere right now writing one that's dickier. Please, like, at this yes. point, there's no even need to read this. There's so much. It's just so, like, right. so, so hurtful. Yeah. Right. <laughs> But, they went in on his outfit. Yeah, at Damn. least you understand, you know what goes on. I, and hey, look, I get—I think I'm that way also with some companies that I—it I, comes off a certain way, and I get upset and frustrated. You don't understand the challenges they're going through, and so you know, and we, we understand. We didn't want to do it that way, but this is the way it is. So I wanted to explain that some shit's out of our control. It's the best of a bad situation. Most yeah, shit's out of our control. Yeah. A lot, a lot of stuff that annoys you is out of our control, yeah. except for the dirt. We could control that. We hear you. Mm-hmm. You can't control shit. <laughs> yeah. Everybody's a critic, right? Everyone's a critic. Hey, look, I, I, I love the dirt. I, I, make, <laughs> I make fun of it. I, I love it. Yeah, I'm gonna put a spell on you. I'm Bradley Trainer, and I'm. 
I'm Don McLean. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. I was a uh, critic yesterday about Griselda on Netflix. I thought Sofia Vergata did a very good job acting. I thought... She was solid, and I, I applaud her for that. I thought that putting the story together from the Narcos crew, I think it was the one and the same from Netflix, you know, okay, good, a, a decent story. But knowing the Griselda Blanco story of the drug queen from Miami in the early 1980s, the way Netflix handled it, they didn't do it justice. The story was not told properly. It needed more time. I don't think they had the right actress, even though she did a good job. It just didn't match if you know what Griselda is. And Leslie said, I'm listening to Kevin on Monday's show. Speak about the Griselda on Netflix, and I can't agree more. I thought it might have just been me, but I as well saw Cocaine Cowboys and Cocaine Godmother with Catherine Zeta-Jones. And I went into this with high hopes to go a little deeper, but it did fall flat for me as well. I think they missed a great opportunity. They should have had at least one episode for Pablo Escobar, who they don't even really reference. And that, how do you, she was the mentor for Pablo Escobar, and that's not even touched on. Okay, that is such a fascinating relationship. Right. What went down between well, those two? And the thing that's, that's fucked up about it, they start off the whole thing with the Pablo Escobar quote saying the, I've never been scared of, I've only been scared of one man, and that man was a woman, Griselda Blanco. And that's how they. St- so I'm like, great. How Let's do you, get into how it. How do you have that as your opening quote, and then you don't reference Pablo Escobar? Maybe they thought that scratched the itch. Yeah, can we put that in there? We don't have to talk about the Pablo thing. They did no background on her at all either, and knowing her background, it's very key because it explains probably the way she was having an abusive alcoholic mother being on the streets at 14 trying to scratch and make it work. They've done this with even serial killer stuff where they've have, they have done and document or done those docudrama yeah. kind of movies and if you know the story, you go, hey, they're getting the storyline wrong. They're they're cutting stuff out. It depends on who does them. It, it, it depends on who's writing it. It sounds they, like they, they miss so much. They meat. shit the bed on it. They miss so much meat. It just it it felt lazy. At the end, she said, if you're watching her story for the first time, you have no idea where she came from, what she had to do to survive, which led her to the drug world, and that's really so important. I was also quite surprised to see them portray her as so sympathetic and hesitant to kill anyone, too. She's like, oh, I don't know. That wasn't Griselda Blanca. <laughs> she liked to kill a bitch. Well, they just, I mean, <laughs> Rivi, who is very big in the Griselda one, he was her hitman. They have done jailhouse interviews with him. And he was like, she didn't give a shit. She just was like, without even thinking, just as you would be like, yeah, hey, would you hand me that cup? She'd be like, yeah, fucking kill him and cut him up. Throw him on the side of the turnpike. Wow. You know, that's how she would. It it just wasn't anything to her. Like, she didn't have a blip on her conscience. It wasn't like, oh, my. She didn't obsess over it. She didn't get sad. That was just her thing. So, unfortunately, I wasn't too impressed in the end. And and that's kind of it. She was more monster than human. Yeah. But in the end, I think we all can remember hurt people hurt people. Yeah. She would 
cut off their arms. Yeah. That, so, yeah, again, this so, yeah, woman is credit right. for killing 250 people. They, they just didn't do it. Uh, service. And Sarah had said, yeah, Kevin, uh, Billy Corbin, who did the Cocaine Cowboys documentaries, he's working with the Blanco family, and he is against the Netflix show. Because if he's not, they will shoot him. Billy, that's the one we like. Yes. Yeah, so mm. we trust him. Whatever he says, that's what I'm going to go he, with. He's done it right. He's done the deep dives. That's why I say the Cocaine Cowboys, you, you watch his documentaries, you get the the full story. So there you go. RJ said, Kevin wants to be a Cocaine Cowboy in the next life. I watched this movie. You ever watch something and the whole time I have such anxiety in a sense, be like, I couldn't even imagine being in this world. Oh, not even for one day. No, and I think that's why it's so fascinating to me because I'm like, oh my, if this were my life, I I, I would never be comfortable. Me and Denny's are talking about that certain things that you're watching, but it's so compelling to watch, but it, it really is giving you an, an anxiety attack. Was it uh, Hotel Rwanda? That yeah. movie was so good, but I'm watching it and the whole time I'm at... I mean, I'm un- physically uncomfortable because <laughs> it's 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 done in a way where it gives you anxiety if yeah. you're really into the story. It is kind of crazy, yeah. And for some reason, people love watching those things that uh, give you anxiety. It, what, it, it, why? Why I do don't we know. love that? I don't know. <laughs> when I watch all the mob stuff, that's that. I'm always I have such anxiety watching. But I, well, because the stories, I'm so fascinated. Cause I, I can't believe this is real life. I mean, can you imagine if that was your life? That's crazy. Um, got a comment about the We Are the World documentary. Charlotte sent this in and uh, says, wife says everyone who knows the song We Are the World from 1985 needs to watch the documentary on Netflix. I, I love I love that kind of shit. I'm excited to watch that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that does seem pretty cool with some behind-the-scenes stories if you do know that musical era, which was forever ago. But Well... I like hearing stuff when you've got that many egos in a in a room together, and you're already talking about Prince not wanting to play because he couldn't play guitar, and there's people watching him. That's just the stories you know, but you know with all those people in there, there was some dick faces. Oh, you know there was some side drama. And trying to produce that with all of those egos, I wonder how, if you were brutally honest about mm-hmm. how the process really went, because right. if you look, even on that Cindy Lauper clip I was showing you guys, if you look, you could tell that Kenny Loggins, Daryl Hall, they look like they've been there for a while, and they're going, alright, can she fucking nail this, please? I want to get the fuck out of here. John Oates, at one point, looks like, like, looks like a dickish face. In the video, yeah. in the real video, I'm like, Because he's probably pissed off he's not getting a line in the song, but D- Daryl Hall, Darryl yeah, was, exactly. Because Daryl's yeah. hot, and you're not. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, two guys that right now don't even like each other. That's true. I don't know if they ever did, Kevin. Yeah. And uh, perspective on music. Uh, Drew sent this in. He said, from a 25-year-old South Florida-raised kid, I've only heard of two of Justin Timberlake's songs, both from a movie. My generation sees him as a 90s artist who's trying way too hard to make a comeback 40 years later. His music always sounds the same, like I'm rollerblading, and it's because he's famous. That uh, she can drop a trash song that sells millions. He obviously thinks he's bigger than he is, and most of my generation has no idea who he is, kind of like Bill Cosby or Frank Sinatra. 
I disagree with that statement and that email. He does think that he is just God's gift. Oh, I'm, the, the, I'm not saying that, mm-hmm. but to act like that whole entire generation are... doesn't know who Justin Timberlake is, that's fucking insane. Well, only knows two songs, and to them, he's just a guy who creates soundtrack songs, and that's about it. I mean, that might be a subset of what people think, but never say... One person speaks for everyone, Virginia. Only a smith. A smith. A a smith. smith? Only a a split. A sith speaks in absolutes. (laughs) Is that how a sith speaks? A sith with a list. You gotta send me home. (laughs) A fifth? My list is You sound like you drank a fifth. You Sith with a lisp. It's kind of what it was like at elementary school. Hey, listen to this kid lisp. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, who knows? I was the only fucker in speech class. I was the only one on this show. And you should have got your money back because that shit <laughs> did not work. What a dick. What a dick face. <laughs> I hope it was free. Oh, it was. It was. I told you. I had my mom take me out because it was that public school it, speech class. So that's was. why shit didn't work. It was so humiliating to walk in and interrupt the class. Hey, can uh, dumb fuck Pennington come to speech class now? Everyone looks over. Yeah, oh, I'm going to speech class now. <laughs> it was so humiliating. <laughs> <laughs> that's tough man that's tough I'm sure kids were nice about it too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> kids back in the 80s are real sweethearts I'm sure no one poked fun at you I <laughs> uh, got an email from Gwen she said uh, my husband and I are, are betting that there will be an engagement between Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey if the Chiefs win Oh, I don't think it's. I don't think it's good. I, then no, it's too early. Yeah, man. I don't. That would be insanity. Well, it's you know everybody's buying full in. Man, I saw yesterday people were really. It's kind of weird because everybody had used the meme that had come out showing the Ravens against the Forty ers as reason that the NFL was fixed, and. It intensified when that didn't come true because then they flipped it to say, oh, no, 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 it was the Chiefs. This is all part of this is their plan. I'm like, well, you guys said it was going to be the Ravens. Now it's the Chiefs. So what is it? It's it's silly how many people truly believe that the NFL is rigged and this is set up. It was it, it, it intensified more after their prediction didn't come true. Uh, because they said, yeah, this is whole the whole thing's a sham, and so is the Taylor Swift relationship and all that kind of crap. But it definitely has helped numbers. I know a lot of people hate every time you mention her. Well, everybody but, hates everything. Even if you, yeah, everybody <laughs> hates everything. Yeah. Even if you love it, people are going to start to hate everybody how you love everything. it. Everyone's yeah. going to say hate how hate people everything. are already. I'm seeing it. People hate the love. They also hate the hate. Yeah. And I'm over here going, I don't give a fuck what y'all yeah. do. I'm going to the woods. They hate the hate. They do. They start to hate the hate, but then they love the hate, and then they. If there is, it's a mess. I'll tell you honestly, I might start believing that the relationship. I, I don't believe at all that the NFL. Is. But if there is a proposal right after us, I, I may start believing that this, this whole thing is. A, I don't think. I don't know. Well, you don't believe celebrities, Kevin. I would start to. I would start to be suspicious, and I would. I would give it some credibility. Right it now, is I don't. So way too soon for them to be getting engaged, and 
I mean, she's been through some relationships. It's not like she's a young, young girl that would make that dumb mistake. It's not her first dance with a serious boyfriend. Mm -hmm. You would hope she would not be really seriously getting engaged yet. I know. But if if she does, then maybe I'll start thinking about it. Out of the two brothers, too, I think Jason is the better catch. I said it. Yeah, Jason's don't like getting married. Jason's already Mm -hmm. married. Somebody already scooped him up. I and know. If I was you listen a to stupid joke. I was making a dumb joke. It was dumb. Mm-hmm. You're right. I'll shake it off. Go on, please. <laughs> I asked my 25-year-old daughter, Caitlin, if she was a fan of Justin Timberlake. She said, yes, that guy was just trolling. I'm listening. So. Oh. Right, so you're talking about the perspective of a 25-year-old. I, I'm not saying some people don't have that feeling. and of course, he, That just sounds like someone yeah. who just does not like JT. Right. Well, it's not like that is the universal overall take of Gen Z on Justin Timberlake. Yeah, and, and just because something's, you know, a couple decades old doesn't mean young people don't know about it either. Mm-hmm. Uh, today is National Croissant Day. Ooh, don't know oh, if you na- knew that. Okay, now we can get into some fucking deep talk. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry if you missed out on this, but uh, Burger King was selling their croissant breakfast sandwich for a penny today. You do have to be a part of the loyalty program, and you have to order through their website or app. Does and the burger, spend at least a dollar. Does the Burger King in Lake Park on US One down there have it? Oh, the one we found out was actually closed in the early nineties at uh, Jaber. <laughs> How embarrassing! Well, it's God. unreal that he is the <laughs> he is the native. He is the one that you would think of all of us. Virginia and I were born elsewhere, lived half our lives somewhere else, and Jaber's the only guy that's never lived out of this area. Didn't you go to Lake Park Elementary? Yeah. I've lived in other it's areas. pretty amazing. I've lived in other areas, but yes, I am the native here. Look, I don't know what to tell you. It all kind of blurs from, from like 81 on. And all of this, it seems like the same day. <laughs> <laughs> I really haven't changed much since 1981, by the way, either. <laughs> so, I don't know if you heard this, but KFC also has announced a new thing. It's called the Mashed Potato Bowl. It's mashed potatoes topped with macaroni and cheese, bacon, and more cheese. If you were to make that at home or your own, would that be delicious? I like putting things in a bowl. Do you Uh, like mashed potatoes with mac and cheese? Is that a little... He loves his favorite is to smoke a bowl. I like to take mac and cheese, and I like to take potatoes, mashed potatoes. I like to... Put put all that together? Man. You don't feel like it's a little too carb-heavy? I... I'm a carb on carb guy. That's how I was raised. And then you'd smother it in more cheese. Carb on carb on cheese. Yeah, and then the di- <laughs> look, I get it. it. It ain't your world, but yeah, I into that shit. I, I say that, and my stomach starts to bloat. Kevin is the exact opposite. You just gave Kevin a fupa. I I remember. I did. I just put on three pounds saying that. I remember when KFC had their buffet. You don't see that shit no more. KFC had a buffet? KFC did have a buffet. And that was, now that was some mid-90s shit because I was in high school and we'd always go there after baseball practice. They didn't have no KFC in New Orleans because we had Popeyes. You don't need KFC. If I remember, they had two types of chicken. They had the mashed potatoes. They had the mac and cheese. But yeah. It was, it was for the hungry boy. It was for the the boy who had the appetite.
And then you instantly failed. Fucking horrific. Yeah. Right? <laughs> That's what I just don't get. People oh. eat this stuff and then they immediately feel terrible. Like, and but yet they go back and order it again. Carb coma. Yeah, because I think I I had that teenage hunger. And when you have that yeah. teenage hunger, and you haven't eaten all day, and you just got you just got done with baseball practice. Yeah. You smell the food. You're like, oh, fucking buffet. Oh, and then you eat so much to the point where you eat yourself into yeah. sickness. Right. Too and, much. Yeah. It felt awful. <laughs> There's a list here of the worst fast food items of all time. It's based off of negative reviews and criticism from various sources. And they rank it out and put the McDonald's McRib at number one. Criticized for its high fat and sodium content on Eat This, Not That. Dude. It apparently has received the most critiques of but- any fast food item. Back in the day, I used to defend the, the McRib, and yeah. the McRib is shit That is a gross <laughs> fucking sandwich. Sorry. But people that are eating it, they know it's not healthy. No, they know it's not. When you're eating it, you're like, it's a processed rib meat. The list isn't about health. It's just about it just being a shitty-ass sandwich. I would be... I would be really excited to see the breakdown of what exactly is in that meat patty of a McRib, what the fillers are, what Holding the nitrates. It like that. Yeah. You know it's like fillers and nitrates and butts and guts. Ooh, and how can we add something a little bit shittier? Oh, let's just go ahead and slice off a raw onion and put it on top. <laughs> Number two on the list is Burger King's Halloween Whopper. That's the one that had the black bun. Remember, people were eating it shit and green. Yes, they yes. were. <laughs> people were going to their doctor because they thought something was wrong with them. I don't know if that's what I want to be thinking about when I'm getting down on my Whopper. Hey, the person I'm eating with is going to be shit and green. Yeah. <laughs> There's a Taco Bell's Waffle Taco. Has a waffle folded around sausage or bacon, and it was criticized for how high calorie content and fat. Is that a breakfast thing? Yeah, some of them breakfast sandwiches, I would argue, have more calories than the lunch. You get all the calories you need for the day. There, there are some mm-hmm. fatty-ass breakfast sandwiches out there. Next in, the number four, they got KFC's Double Down. It replaced the bun with two fried chicken fillets. I mean, what are you trying to fried do? Fried chicken bun? The, it was chicken, but bread, like bun. The, there was, the chicken was the bun. Chicken and chicken and chicken? <laughs> yeah. The fuck? That's a lot of chicken, That's y'all. a lot of chicken. I like chicken, but please. I mean, I feel like there's a chance you could... Have a heart attack halfway through. There's no, that's too much chicken. That's way too much chicken. How are you supposed to swallow? <laughs> no. Then they put uh, McDonald's big breakfast with hot cakes. You got the egg, sausage, pancakes, and biscuits. High calorie and fat content got caught out for. I liked it as a kid because I would make mm-hmm. a sa- I would make sandwiches out of it. Yeah. I would get, I would order extra biscuits and okay. then put the syrup inside Ooh. it and then chop it all up and then make my own. Yeah. What's the best McDonald's breakfast though for you? Let's see Bref- if we agree. If me and you agree on the breakfast item that is the best, their their best tasting in my opinion would be their bagel, egg, bacon, and cheese. Not the McGriddle. The Mc- <sighs> on paper, I should love the McGriddle. I love the McGriddle. I'm not saying I hate it. I just, you asked me and, you know. Did you remember about the McGriddle? I or- did. Oh. 
Next up, they put Arby's Meat Mountain. <laughs> They've got the meats. We got the meats. And then you're going to have the meat sweats when you're in the toilet. Oh, that is not going to be a fun day after. <laughs> then you got White Castle's Chicken Rings, deep fried, high in sodium and trans fat. Chicken Rings? I never had chicken so rings. So basically onion rings, but man, a chicken. You don't think that, again, that's too much chicken? That's a lot, man. How many more of those could you really do in a, a sitting? How how big are they? Are they like, like, like nugget size? I can't speak upon that. It's unique, I don't know. though. I've never, had a, I've that, never yeah. had a White Castle chicken ring. Then you got Pizza Hut's Hot Dog Bites Pizza. Oh, let me uh, tell you how great that was. That gets you too disgusting hot dog oh, pizza it, it was hot they had hot dog and they rolled in, up in the crust in yeah. the crust yeah. and it was gnarly man. Uh-huh. it was not good i hope somebody lost their job over that that what a shitty idea what a shitty idea but i also get you're trying shit out i get but, it but a hot dog it was not good i could have told you that was gonna be gross then they got wendy's baconator loved it two <laughs> beef patties several strips of bacon has massive amounts of fat and sodium and calories. If that's one that had the cheese sauce on it, I don't know. It doesn't say anything about cheese sauce. You know what? I might be mistaken. Then they they had okay. I I, I apologize. I'm, I'm embarrassed again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Another person wanted to let us know here via text. The KC buffet still exists in Jensen Beach, the one across from Buffalo Wild Wings, where we were. Wow, they got a buffet still. Apparently so. How about if that? If we go huh? and they don't have a buffet and y'all catfished us, I'm going to be mad. That's a long drive for us. Just that, go there for a buffet that doesn't exist. That would be a legit do a bitch punishment for Kevin. You have to. Oh, my gosh. A KFC buffet. Two, two plates full. That carb bowl. Oh, yeah, I feel so miserable. Oh, you, you wouldn't recover for a week. It would take a week. I really do. I think I'd probably feel that for a whole week. Jaybird and Kevin go on a date, and Kevin has to eat whatever Jaybird makes him at the KFC Ugh. hot bar. It gets to a point where... I, it it would be watching someone get beat up. Like, is that yeah. enough? Don't it's towel. like okay, I've I've, 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 I've seen enough. <laughs> it wouldn't even be enjoyable. Yeah, <laughs> seen enough. The poor guy's had it. <laughs> he can't uh, take anymore. I uh, sent this very showed uh, Virginia this uh, video yesterday. It's kind of funny because. Um, we were going to go to that uh, seven-on-seven football tournament that I was telling you about. The flag NFL yeah. football. Yeah, it's a real big thing. It's it's kind of caught on. In fact, they're doing the Pro Bowl. It's going to be flag football, and it, it really is kind of exciting because it's you don't take it, it takes away the violence of the sport, but you don't need the offensive and defensive line. You don't have the contact. It's the skill players. It's the wide receivers. It's fast guys and good quarterbacks. And you still see athleticism. Yes, and catches and runs. Right, that's Running more good of what it is. Plays and strategies and all yeah. that stuff. And so South Florida has a really good team called South Florida Express, and they've had a lot of five star wide receivers that have gone on to bigger things. In fact, the number one high school player in the country is playing for them. And uh, my buddy was there with South Florida Express. He's like, dude, we just lost. I'm like, no way. He's like, yeah. He's like, look who just beat us. And I was watching, and I'm like, who is that? I'm like, that dude's very cocky. And as I look closer, I'm like, wait, that's Cam Newton. What? 
Cam Newton, the one that Virginia loves so much. I yeah. do not like Cam. Is he Newton. talking shit? Or I think, is he? I, well, he's just they just won, so he's kind of coming up, being like, "Yeah, fuck you guys," kind of thing. Yeah. So, so he is talking. I shit? I think he kind of is. It looks. It looks like a very shit talking kind of energy. I in think there. he's a sore winner. Yeah, I think I think he beat South Florida Express and upset him with his own little seven on seven team in Fort Lauderdale on Sunday, and then kind of came peacocking around. So. I knew Virginia would love that because she's mm. such a big fan. Mm. I do not like Cam Newton. Yeah. As a Saints fan, we will never forget what he did in the New Orleans Superdome. <laughs> rude fucker. He is so rude. Yeah. But if you do like uh, seeing football in the offseason, they do a lot of those things. They're kind of kind of fun to watch. You can uh, check it out. All right, y'all. That is uh, it for us here today. Enjoy yourselves in the beautiful weather. It's over. It's over, dog. Six more men's. That's right. <laughs> Go get yourself some fast food. Put yourself into a sleep coma. Oh, by the way, if people did miss it, can you guys show off your hickeys real quick? See where they oh, are? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the punishment for do it, bitch. Virginia, I think, put a really good one on the back of Jaybird's neck. Do we got that suits? Got to see that, and we got to see uh, what Virginia's got. Virginia does a much better hickey. Let me it's see. not even close. Wow. I. If you aren't watching this, we will post it on social media. People can vote on who they think did a better job. (laughs) Virginia put a stunning hickey on the back of your neck. Maybe I just bruise easier. Maybe I'm just better at sucking. I feel like I sucked so hard. I don't know, man. You were sucking and giggling. I was. My giggle got in the way. Sucks and giggles. Sucking and giggling and probably a little turned on, if Uh we can be honest. Zero bone pieces were committed during that stunt. Uh I know you like the way I taste. Okay. (laughs) All right, go check that out on our social media. We'll see y'all later. Goodbye.